Buckle up, you are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski. And welcome back to the show, the Drozcast Podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Welcome back, folks. Jeff Drozdowski here. So excited to be back with you. It has been a few weeks since I've podcasted, but I will never give up podcasting because... Each and every time I download an episode for you to listen to, I get some great positive feedback. And not only do I get positive feedback locally, but I also get positive feedback really worldwide. It is amazing the power of the podcast and this world, this technical world that we live in. I have had downloads, of course, mostly in the United States, but count it all up. There's about 25 countries that have at least downloaded one of the Drawscast podcast. And that ranges from Canada to Mexico to the Philippines to Asia and even down under the land down under in Australia. So I am very excited to talk to all of you who have done me the honor of downloading my podcast today. We are going to conclude a three-part short series on company and organizational culture. And if you listen to the first two, you know that uh, the first one was company and organizational culture in general. Uh, And then the second one, the second uh, part of the series, we've delved into the science of company and organizational culture And I gave you some information based on research by a person by the name of Dr. Rob Cook. And we talked about the science of company organization and culture. Today, we are going to talk about future trends in company organizational culture and what things are happening, uh, maybe unintended consequences to some things that have been going on previously Uh, But there are trends going on in company and workplace culture for 2019 and 2020, and I'd like to talk to you about that today. Um, So it's very good stuff. And before I do, I can't help but want to make a pitch for my book, Leadership, One Golden Nugget at a Time. Folks, it's out. It's been out for about uh, two to three weeks now. Happy to say that This book is outpacing my first one uh, over the first three weeks when my first book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, was released. Uh, And it's very exciting. It's in a little bit different niche because it's a quote and illustration book. So I will be putting some information out on Pinterest in regards to that. But what I would ask you to do is go to Amazon uh, and look me up. And you can purchase a book there, or you can go directly to my website, drastalks.com, and you can order a book there. And if you do me the honor of doing that, uh, I will get that order directly 
I will sign a copy for you, ship it off to your address, and put a little gift in there also. So very excited that uh, these things are happening in the world of DrawsTalks.com. So on we go today uh, into our third piece in our workplace uh, or, and workplace and organizational culture series. And I just mentioned at the top, we're going to talk about trends. Uh, I did a lot of research on this and uh, the best information that I was able to gather um, came from a survey by an organization called OC Tanner. So I want to go over the five cultural trends that they came along with and maybe give you some personal uh, information, how this applies to my life or how this has applied to my life in the past or what I see personally going into the future as far as company and organizational culture. So culture trend number one, and this is very interesting, folks, it is that a lack of connection and renewed focus on social and emotional well-being. So based on the study, what we saw is uh, that the very technology that was built to connect us, whether that be through email, cell phone, uh, texts, whatever it might be, social media too, uh, is really not doing what we thought it would do. Instead of bringing us together, it's actually making people feel more lonely. So 46% of adults report feeling lonely at work. 53% say that they have meaningful in-person social interactions on a daily basis. Folks, that's just a little bit more than half of all workers in the study. Uh, it's important because when employees don't feel connected to their co-workers or their workplace, they are more likely to leave. And as we have talked about before, uh, turnover and retention are extremely important to the health and well-being of a company or organization. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that the current quit rate in the country is the highest, and when I say country, I mean U.S., now the current quit rate is the highest since 2001. So here's some additional information in regards to this first point in the study. Only 21% of employees say their organizations consider consider people a priority. Only 56% feel a sense of belonging and inclusion at work, and only 40% say their organizations foster happiness both in and outside of work. And again, as we've talked about, and as I wrote about in my first book, Inspired, the generation that uh, is taking over the workplace. Now, the millennials, they have different priorities. They have different ways of look, looking at work. And one of the ways that they look at work and life is there needs to be a balance. Uh, there needs to be an opportunity for people to be able to work from home. Uh, but there also needs to be an opportunity for people to feel like their work is interested in making sure that they have balance uh, between their work and home life. And based on this information, it's not happening as much as we thought it would. Culture trend number two is the rise of technology and integration in human resources. So I won't spend too much time on the HR part of this, but I will say this, the workplace of the future 
is in the cloud. Technology has proliferated the human resource space over the past few years. But it's more than just using technology in HR. You have to become a digital business. Organizations must find a new way of attracting, engaging, and retaining talent with technology. People are coming into the workplace now with so much more of a technological uh, IQ than there used to be, especially uh, as I was coming out of college and into the work world, which was many, many years ago. Uh, but now people are coming in with so much education, know so much about technology. Companies need to create their business and have their business on the edge when it comes to technology because that is challenging all these wonderful people that are coming into the workplace nowadays. Culture trend number three is the switch from engagement to peak employee experiences. This is one of the interesting ones that I found uh, as I was mulling over these studies. But in 2018, companies began to move beyond attempts to drive engagement. Instead, they are putting, putting more effort into becoming workplaces people want to engage with. Corporate boards and CEOs are taking a greater interest in culture strategy, the essence of which is providing more opportunities, purpose, account accomplishment and celebrations at work. Key part for me being uh, celebrations and engagement. And uh, before I got into this world of drawstalks.com, uh, I've mentioned this before, but I felt very fortunate for the company that uh, I was employed with for nearly 30 years. And they were very employee originated and really wanted to engage employees, let them know that it was family, that they were interested in not just your workplace family, but your home, your your family at home. And uh, that made the workplace so good. So I felt very, very fortunate to, to have done that. Uh, so some stats in regards to this. Uh, Jacob Morgan, author of The Employee Experience Advantage, found companies that made a substantial investment in employee experience were 11 and a half times more likely to be included in Glassdoor's best places to work. They also are 28 times more likely to be among fast companies, most innovative companies, and 2.1 times more often on Forbes World's most innovative companies. Lastly, they are four times more likely to have more profit and higher average revenue than companies who do not put a premium on the employee experience. Modern culture strategies are shifting focus and attention away from working on solving the negative problems unearthed by engagement surveys towards shaping a more positive, meaningful experience for every employee every day. So I guess the best way to describe this, folks, is that companies that are taking a more holistic look at their employees are the ones that are finding higher quality employees and keeping them for longer periods of time. Uh, I know holistic is, is kind of a, uh, a fluffy word there, but it is true. If companies are looking at employees from birth to grave, so to speak, and that is from the first time 
or from the first day that they are employed all the way through retirement, people are responding to that very positively and they want to stay with that company for a longer period of time. Culture trend number four, millennials are becoming leaders as Gen Z enters the workplace. I went through a period of time as I was going to companies and organizations around the country, and it wasn't that long ago, this podcast is uh, in quarter four of 2019, where all anybody was talking about were the millennials, the millennials, the millennials, and how they were affecting the workplace. And yes, they did affect the workplace. But something that has happened and kind of really gone under the radar is the fact that that millennial generation is now getting into positions of leadership. And it's Gen Z, the generation uh, coming up right after the millennials are the ones that need uh, attention. They're the ones who are coming in and filling in those entry-level positions now because the millennials are starting to become the leaders. As leaders, millennials continue to expect change. 64% of millennials want to make the world a better place. 79% of that group desire a coach or mentor rather than a traditional boss. That remains the same uh, that we saw earlier in earlier studies with millennials. 88% seek collaborative work culture rather than a competitive one. That remains the same. 88% hope to incorporate work-life integration as opposed to the work-life balance. Could just be a play on words there, folks. And 74% ask for flexible work schedules. Very important in today's day and age with uh, the world as small as it is to have flexible work schedules and again coming from 30 years in the restaurant business and having done that before i can say that is highly highly successful so in addition to the generational shift of generation z gen z is entering the workforce and making their own waves they've grown up using technology and are experts at adopting it they are the generation, the first generation that is growing up not knowing anything but technology. They don't know anything besides cell phones, especially smartphones and computers and Wi-Fi and all those things for, say, Gen Xers and uh, the baby boomers that, you know, those folks started with phones on cords. So this is a very, very different generation and they will have a different effect on the workplace. These folks are also more motivated, optimistic, and vocal about inequality. They feel a higher sense of purpose and want to feel connected and be part of something bigger. So those folks who are coming up as Gen Z people have a higher sense of purpose um, more than just having a career and uh, that really has gone unchanged from earlier studies. Lastly, culture trend number five, the move to continuous performance management. This is an interesting uh, part of this study, folks. The saying that the annual performance review is dead was popular in 2018. We respectfully disagree. In 2019, the annual performance review will be alive and well, but it will only be effective when combined with regular check-ins, one-on-ones, and other consistent forms of mentoring. Performance reviews aren't dead. 
Rather, they are becoming a subset of continuous performance management. So it's more of a continuous, uh, and it was there was a great example in that piece that I just read there, and that is the check-ins and the one-on-ones. And some of the biggest mistakes that I thought the baby boomers and the Gen Xers did was not talking about improvement with their employees uh, often. And it was at best in many companies back then on a quarterly basis, but usually it was just till the end of the year. And then you'd have your review at the end of the year, you'd get a little bit of a raise, maybe you wouldn't, uh, but you really wouldn't know if you were improving or getting better because you weren't getting any feedback in regards to that. These generations of the millennials and the Gen Zs want that constant feedback. Uh, And they're used to it. And I think that's the biggest reasons why they're used to it because of the constant feedback that they're getting from their world, from their social media, from, uh, from their computers, from their smartphones. They are getting that information immediately. So those folks want to know if they're doing good or they need some improvement immediately. So those are the big five that we saw from this research done by the organization called OC Tanner. And I wanted to apply those trends and add some uh, personal experiences that I've had. And, and, and that's why we kind of went uh, about this uh, episode the way that we did. So I hope you got a lot out of it. This is going to conclude the third in a three-part series on organizational and company culture. Uh, before I say goodbye, I want to remind you again about my book, Leadership, One Golden Nugget at a Time. And don't forget about the first one, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace. Uh, go to Amazon, check those out, or you can go on to my website, drawstalks.com. Check it out there as well. So that's going to do it, folks. When we meet again, we're going to get back into leadership. And I promise you, because people love to hear interviews, that I'm cooking up some interviews that uh, I'll be having soon with people from the world of leadership, from people from the world of marketing, and maybe some international people as well. So take care, folks. Look forward to seeing your responses and getting out another podcast for you in the not-too-distant future. So for now, take care. Jeff Drozdowski, Jeff at DrawsTalks.com. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the DrawsCast. Check out Jeff's website, DrawsTalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at DrawsTalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you and bye for now.